0: Welcome to Global Perspectives, the International Insolvency Institute's podcast.
1: Welcome to the first podcast of Global Perspectives, IIII's new podcast featuring the latest news and commentary on cross-border insolvency by members of the International Insolvency Institute. The podcast will be published on a periodic basis and is intended to be a short 15-20 minute segment aimed at providing you with thought-provoking content in real time. Is our hope that the podcast also becomes a springboard for members to get engaged and take an opportunity to participate and contribute to an episode of the podcast. For more information on participating, you can contact me, Evans Zucker, or anybody at IIII, info at IIIIglobal.org. Today, we have the pleasure of welcoming Judge Kerry and Judge Sanchi. Um, they will have a discussion following the announcement of. Judge Sanchi's retirement and joining the bench in Singapore, there's been a lot of interest in this new role. And so we wanted to provide a forum for Judge Sanchi to reflect on his time on the bench in Delaware and the new beginnings that he's taking on in Singapore. With that, I will turn over to you, Judge Kerry.
0: Thank you, Evan. Judge Sanchi, you recently announced your intention, as Evan indicated, to retire from the Delaware bankruptcy bench in June of this year to take a position as international judge of the Singapore International Commercial Court. But before I ask what this will entail, I understand that your relationship with Singapore is a long-standing one. What what drew your interest to the Singapore insolvency world?
2: Well, thank you. Um, First of all, thank you for asking me to do this. Happy to do it. Uh, Happy to do just about anything for Um, So. I first became acquainted with Singapore uh, several years ago through my work with the Judicial Insolvency Network, which was created, uh, was really springboarded by Singapore, but it was a collection of international bankruptcy insolvency judges from a variety of countries Canada, British Virgin Islands, the Caymans, the UK, Singapore, Australia, New Zealand, uh, and the US. We've since added uh, other people uh, from different countries. To the group, and that's the group that came up with the uh, um, principles for cross-border communication and the modalities for cross-border uh, uh, communication, which is, I think, a fantastic uh, achievement. Um, and I was a very small participant in that. But when I we we had our first meeting in Singapore, and I fell in love with the country right away. Um, the food is amazing. Uh, it is one of the most beautiful places. I could imagine a city to be. Um, The weather's fantastic and the people are fantastic. And uh, I was very impressed with the judiciary there. I had an opportunity to meet the law minister, had an opportunity to meet uh, some of the senior judges, and uh, that sort of started the romance. I've been there three times now and I would have been there more often since, except of course the pandemic has has limited uh, our ability to go. But uh, that's the background. Uh, of how I came to know Singapore and unfortunately how they came to know me, I guess.
0: So what do you expect to be doing as an international judge?
2: So um, the idea of uh, adding an international insolvency uh, piece uh, to the existing docket and jurisdiction and and work of the Singapore International Commercial Court is new. Uh, I think it's an expansion, a natural expansion of what they were doing, but we're hoping to attract uh, international insolvencies, primarily in the Southeast Asia and South Asia region. Um, and I hope to be running insolvency cases. Uh, myself and some of the uh, Singapore judges who have insolvency experience who are also on the uh, on the SICC will be uh, handling those cases. And um, we're hoping to attract uh, companies. Uh, there's a lot of interconnection with Singapore in the region because of the uh, amount of financing that comes out of Singapore, because of the size of the Singapore economy, and because of the long-standing uh, legal tradition of Singapore. Uh, it's an arbitration center, it's a mediation center, and it's a legal center. So hopefully uh, that will create interest in people uh, and entities coming to uh, Singapore uh, for purposes of having an insolvency case.
0: How much travel do you anticipate will be involved in your new position <clears throat> and where where will these um uh, proceedings take place so uh primarily
2: um, uh most well two things well primarily beginning with will be uh, i'll be working virtually from wherever i'm at whether it's uh delaware or whether it's uh, our vacation home or wherever we happen to be i'll be um I'll be working there and and having uh, everything done virtually. Um, Hopefully, uh, when the pandemic eases, knock on wood, uh, we'll be able to uh, do more uh, in Singapore. um, And we'll have to sort of see it uh, as it develops. Um, So I I anticipate making at least three or four trips there a year uh, to begin with. I'm hoping to go in July for my investiture uh, ceremony um, with my spouse and uh, getting an opportunity to show her Singapore. And uh, as it develops, um, hopefully, if it goes the way we hope, I'll be spending more and more time there and we'll have to see how it goes. But initially, everything should almost certainly be a virtual combination of getting our feet wet and also because of the pandemic.
0: How do you think your experience on the Delaware bankruptcy bench, especially in cross-border cases, uh, prepared you for the Singapore position? Well,
2: I mean, being a Delaware bankruptcy judge, as you know, Kevin, um, you handle incredibly complex cases, you handle uh, expedited cases, you are constantly dealing with questions of state law, wherever that state law might be. I've written on Colorado oil and gas law, I've written on New York contract law, I've written on uh, labor issues from California. Uh, you, You deal with stuff that's kind of out of your natural training all the time. And uh, I think that's trained me for learning a whole new law um, and whole new procedures and hopefully being uh, able to adapt to those. So I think that's very important. And of course, internationally with our chapter 15 cases, even our international chapter 11s, I've had the the ability to get to know how uh, other uh, countries' legal systems work. I've had the pleasure of having lawyers from all over the world uh, appear in front of me. So I don't feel uh, like I'm starting from scratch. And importantly, Singapore, first of all, is an English-speaking country uh, for business purposes. So that helps because my foreign language skills are zero. Um, But also, it's a a common law tradition country. takes much of its jurisprudence uh, from England. Um, So it's not like I'm moving into a civil law country where it's a whole different way of thinking about things. It's a common law tradition, and I think that'll help. And I've also been deciding about- cases for 16 years. So, you know, that experience, I think, will help will
0: help me. Also, remember, you wrote on canon law in one of your... I did write on days. canon law, yes. <laughs> well, certainly... I don't, shows think, I don't think the
2: debtor liked my answer, but I did <laughs> write on canon law.
0: <laughs> well, sometimes that happens. I remember that when we were colleagues on the bench, um, we used to conduct mediations for each other. Has this practice continued? Uh, it has,
2: although, you know, we really miss uh, your services um, for free, uh, and uh, Judge Gross's, former Judge Gross's services for free. I know you're both doing mediations now, but uh, the only two judge, well, Judge Shannon and I do the bulk of the mediations. Um, judge Goldblatt has, uh, has shown some interest. Judge Dorsey has shown some interest. Um, you know, our judges are busy being judges, so uh, any time they can take out of their schedule to be mediators is very much appreciated by the judges they're helping. it at, helping, And it really is a service to our colleagues is the primary reason we do it. So I most recently helped out, I hope helped out Judge Dorsey in the Mallinckrodt case. I spent really all summer and in, in the fall mediating a resolution between the official committee of secure careers and the debtor. Couldn't get there with the other parties. Um, but as you know, even incremental um, success in mediation is a, is a good thing. You can't always solve all of the problems. But it's happening. I hope it continues to happen. We do have some good resources now with, like I said, there are wonderful mediators out there, including former colleagues who are doing mediations. Um, and we also occasionally, just as a, a shout out to Judge Harner, Judge Harner is mediating the case for me right now. It's a very difficult case. So we do some cross-district, cross-circuit mediations. Judge Drain has done mediations for me. Um, and that's, uh, that's a really, it's a real shout out to the community of bankruptcy judges that they're willing to do that.
0: It might be a little early uh, to begin looking back on your US judicial career, uh, but what did you enjoy most about being a Delaware bankruptcy judge?
2: And I enjoyed most really was my colleagues. Um, it's, we have we're really lucky here. We have a very collegial, uh, normal group of people. We don't have any misfits. We don't have any problem child, children, um, and that's not always the case when I talk to judges in other jurisdictions. And uh, working with you and, and Kevin Gross and Judge Shannon and Judge Walrath and all the others, uh, that's been really fantastic. And then of course, the challenge of the cases um is just extraordinarily fun uh if you're a law nerd or you like litigation um, this is a great job um and uh, a couple cases that jump out uh the catholic diocese of wilmington case was very important to me it was a local case uh involving you know the town i grew up in and i knew the churches and um and I, uh, it was a very important, very emotional case for me to handle.
0: Okay. okay so, so,
2: what am I going to miss most is, uh, uh, again, I mean, my chambers, uh, being on site. I really am somebody who prefers working uh, with others. I'm kind of, I'm a pretty social person. So, as isolating as being a judge is, uh, at least you have your clerks and your staff and your colleagues. Now I'm going to have, be isolated and being a judge uh, literally a half a world away from my colleagues um, and will be uh, no clerks and well, I'll have clerks there uh, or the ability to use clerks there, but nobody in uh, in the room with me. So that's gonna be, that might be a little challenging for me, um, but uh, I'm gonna miss my Delaware lawyers. I love my Delaware lawyers. Um, I'd put our bar up against anybody. So I, I, will, I will miss uh, having them appear in front of me.
0: I agree. It's a great bar. Um, well, I will tell you, may not be the same for you, but one of the things I miss most is control over my calendar. Mm. My my time no longer belongs to me; belongs to clients.
2: Well, and you know, one of the things I'll be, I'm allowed to do, and I will be doing, is I'll be uh, conducting. If people hire me, I'll be doing private mediation and private mar- uh, arbitration, and maybe some other things that are ethically allowed under uh, under the rules with Singapore, which it'll it, it's gonna, it's a startup, you know, um, we're gonna wait for people to knock on the door. So it might be a part-time job for a little while. Um, so it's good to have that to do. And it's also, I'm really kind of excited about that, but you're right, I, I remember clients and <laughs> and I remember Sunday afternoon calls and I had a client in Hawaii, my wife yelled at me all the time. He'd love to call me at 1030 at night, right at, you know, uh, every night um, and I think it almost led to a divorce, but uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. The, the, the time zone challenges with Singapore are very
0: dramatic. So hopefully it will it'll all work out. I predict you will be in great demand. <laughs> Delaware has been considered one of the leading bankruptcy jurisdictions for large complex chapter 11 filings. Now, as you prepare to leave the court, how do you see it compared to when you joined the bench in 2016? I'm well, sorry. You know, I, yeah, 2016. Well, yeah, it was 2006. Yeah, no, the primary
2: difference um, is that we've continued to mature as a court uh, in many ways, including having um, a real decisional uh, foundation of published decisions on a variety of issues that we did not have before, just because Judge Walrath and Judge Walsh just didn't have time to, do, uh, to issue decisions. They were on the bench mm-hmm. constantly. Everything was on the fly. So now I think that is helpful to the parties. It gives guardrails to negotiations. And as a result, I think we have fewer contested hearings and contested matters um, because of that. Um, There's been a lot of uh, just little thing. I mean, there's been a lot of uh, development of our case law on um, preferences and fraudulent conveyances. And between that and between our mandatory mediation um, program, I. Will we'll, I be on the bench 16 years next month. And I've had one preference trial in 16 years. So wow. those that's been that's been a big piece of it. And of course, the expansion from two to six and now to eight has really changed the court. Um and I think it's helped the bar in that uh it's a lot easier to get court time uh than it used to be. We used to really struggle to get court time when I was in practice. Uh that's really not a problem anymore. Um, and hopefully, you get uh, you get quicker decisions out of the court as a result of that.
0: Well, um, I'll end with this question. Do you expect to take any time off after you leave the bench and before you undertake your duties as international judge?
2: Kevin, I think you know me well enough that the, you know the answer to that is no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm My last day as a bankruptcy judge is June 30th, and I'm being sworn in in Singapore on July 4th. So yeah, I'm taking four days. Um, <laughs> You know, I love to work and uh it really is my golf game is really, you know, working. Uh, the thing I do for leisure is uh, work. I love to work on vacation. I find it very relaxing. So uh I'm ready to go. I, uh, I downtime is not good for me. So um I'm gonna get right at it. You'll probably six... I'll probably regret that about nine months from now. But
0: I don't know. I felt the same way and did the same thing. I didn't want to lose any momentum. And um I've never looked back on that decision. So I think it'll it'll work out just right for you. Judge Sanchi, thank you so much for um uh agreeing with Triple I to do this program. Um I'm sure everyone is um really interested in in what you have to say and your new position, which is fascinating, I think, uh, in the insolvency world. And I think we'll all be looking to see how it works out.
2: Well, thank you. I I wouldn't have left the bench. Um if I hadn't had this opportunity to continue in a judging role. um, And I'm really excited about a new opportunity, starting something from scratch. And uh, hopefully it'll be a success. Uh, And if not, I've got no one to blame but myself. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Global Perspectives. This podcast has been brought to you by the International Insolvency Institute. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play.